It's another episode of Teed Up. December 4th, Sean Carter's birthday, a.k.a. Jay-Z, and we're locked and loaded for a brand new episode. It's been a little bit since we've recorded our last episode. Uh, I had a little bit of writer's block, but also I had some guests lined up, and they had some kids, or they had work, and all the good things that happens when you uh, are a busy person in your 30s, and uh, I look forward to having them on in future episodes, but you're stuck with me for this episode, Uh, and I'm going to do my best to carry this whole thing by myself. Um, I think I'm a funny guy. I think I can get us through this next few uh, segments, but these next few segments, but uh, you know, the inspiration for this podcast started with just wanting to get ideas out there, and to what we say in the Star world, just ship these ideas and not have to debate over it being the most polished. And so with that, I'm actually recording this episode only on the Anchor platform versus some of the other more well-known platforms that I've been using in the past. I have to pay a lot of money to do so. So Anchor, if you don't know, is a really cool company. Uh, they have created an ecosystem for podcasts that make it easy to distribute your podcast get your podcast out there through social media. Um, and now they've added this new sponsorships tool that I think is really neat. And they're doing a really cool thing to disrupt the space. Uh, they're not paying me to say this, but they are enabling me to hopefully get paid by sponsors, uh, which is really, really cool. So any sponsor out there listening in on this, I'll take your money. That being said, um, it's Hanukkah season. And we are celebrating the second day of Hanukkah and I think we're heading to the third night in just a few hours. So one thing that has really gotten under my skin, and yes, when I started this podcast, I wanted to share things with you that get under my skin. This is the Larry David coming out of me. But there's been no marketing for Hanukkah this season, and I don't really know who to blame. Um, Traditionally, especially in startup marketing, Oh, holidays are a juicy thing for every startup to take advantage of and to capitalize on. And it's something you'll see an email in your inbox for for this holiday or that holiday. I mean, Black Friday is the one holiday everyone gets a billion emails for because every startup in the world is finding a way to capitalize on Black Friday and, you know, crowd your inbox. Um, Hanukkah is this odd you know, it's a little bit of the ugly duckling of holidays because there are a few things that factor into it being not well known. Um, one, it's not Christmas, which has always been, you know, a little bit of a difficult thing for me as a Jew growing up. Um, I've dated people just to celebrate Christmas and I'm not above admitting that. Um, Hanukkah is just, you know, as a kid, you get eight gifts it's cool, but it just doesn't measure up to, to Christmas. So that's the first problem. Uh, it's always been behind Christmas. That being said, it's still a very important holiday. Uh, for those of you who don't know the origin of Hanukkah, I'm not going to get into it today because I have other things to talk about. Um, and my Hebrew school teachings are a little bit uh, rusty. But there's a whole great thing about a menorah and eight crazy nights and festivals of lights and it's it's a lot of fun so definitely definitely read up on it and maybe i'll share it in a future episode but i'm still staring at my inbox and i'm not seeing any messages for hanukkah any subject lines including hanukkah 
most importantly, I didn't get a Snapchat story telling me that I should have a happy Hanukkah. So what is going on? So yes, we're behind Christmas. The timing this year, and that's the other thing, you know, Christmas hasn't made because you celebrate it every year on the same day. You celebrate Christmas Eve on the night before the same day, which is the 25th. So Hanukkah does this fun thing where it rotates around the calendar and you never really know where it's going to fall. And this year, you know, we're in a bad place for Hanukkah for marketing purposes. We're right after Thanksgiving. You know, Thanksgiving did come a little bit early, but it's still the first week of December. So we're still in a little bit of that fatigue. In terms of marketing, you know, Black Friday happened, Cyber Monday happened. So it's just like, hey, we don't want to hit up our, our customers with more marketing until we get into the second week of December, and then we'll hit them with Christmas over the head. So the timing this year just screws us in terms of, of marketing Hanukkah. So that's a second thing we have going against us. And then the third thing, this is something I've been thinking about. And I might be wrong here. But in startups, when looking at who do we market our email messaging to, you know, so much of it is reliant upon demographics and analytics and what feedback we get from the emails that we collect uh, in our databases. And then we create fancy what we call drip campaigns, which are basically ongoing uh, email messaging to get you to purchase something or to keep you engaged. And I'm thinking the Jews just aren't worth marketing to this year for some reason. I don't know. And, and, and don't, don't make that, you know, a controversial statement. We try to keep it very PG, but I feel like, I feel like this is the year that, that we just, we didn't get the attention. Um, and some of it may be on us, uh, to be quite honest. I mean, there are a lot of great, Jews out there who are marketing uh, and in charge of these decisions. And I think everyone has just dropped the ball. So the calendars dropped the ball. Uh, the holiday timing has dropped the ball. The The origin story is not as fun as, as it could be. Um, so there's a lot going in. So I just blame everyone. Uh, we, we just dropped the ball. And I think that brings me to my further point on you know marketing religion is always a tough subject uh i think if you can't do so in a fun way you shouldn't touch it um so i don't know but this is a really this is a really fun holiday it should be so you know looking at the jewish calendar of holidays yom kippur uh i think many people know about it it's literally the scariest holiday we have as jews um, you're not doing any marketing for Yom Kippur. Yom Kippur is the Day of Atonement. So between Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur, Jews get the opportunity to spend 10 days to repent. And if we don't repent and we don't ask for forgiveness the right way, we're locked out of heaven. That's how the story goes. So it's not really something that is fun. It's, it's not really something you can market. So again, Hanukkah comes around and it's like, hey, it's this huge thing that we can really, you know, we have eight days to, to capitalize on. And and we're in day day three, day two, and I'm not seeing much this year. So I wonder why. I wonder why. And, you know, I'm just a little bit disappointed. 
and I had to get that off my chest. And I hope that I'm going to start seeing subject lines that say, hey, you know, spin the dreidel and save, or latkes for everyone, 50% off. Um, but I've yet to see that. And so I'm calling on startups. I'm calling on Jews. I'm calling on everyone. Just let's let's make Hanukkah feel a little bit important this year, along with every other holiday so that we include everyone. That being said, I am really looking forward to Christmas. Uh, I can't wait. And we are deep into gingerbread season. And uh, I'm a little bit, I'm a little bit conflicted this year on gingerbread. I went overboard on the pumpkin spice. Um, I started, as you all, all know, from one of my podcast episodes where I reviewed the pumpkin spice latte back in August. You know, pumpkin season came early for me. So I went into gingerbread season, you know, with an open mind. Uh, I wasn't sure, you know, how much intake of gingerbread I should have just yet. And the thing that really put me over the edge and helped me transition from pumpkin season was Halo Top. And I think Halo Top has been something I wanted to discuss for a long time on this episode. I'd like to debate someone about it. Uh, So if anyone has any strong feelings against Halo Top ice cream, uh, you're welcome to come on the show. Uh, but for those of you who don't know what Halo Top is, it's it's basically um, a fat-free, uh, healthier version of ice cream. It still contains calories. It still has some sugar, but I find it to be a good alternative to uh, to having ice cream. And, you know, well, it is ice cream, so no offense, Halo Top, but, you know, fattening ice cream. So I, I had gingerbread. I think it was gingerbread house was the flavor, which was, hey, really creative. Um, and that really, that really symbolized the transition from pumpkin. In one hand, I literally had the pumpkin pie halo top. And in the other hand, I had the gingerbread house uh, halo top. I put down the pumpkin spice and I embraced the gingerbread house halo top ice cream. And so that was a real seminal moment in me breaking into gingerbread season. That being said, it's December 4th and I'm already kind of sick of gingerbread. And... I'd like to hear from you, you know, tweet at me, post on my Instagram, DM me. I know you, I know you guys are doing it. Uh, how do you feel about gingerbread? Because it's something I think about way too much. Uh, and then the final topic for this episode, another thing that I think about way too much. You ever go out in public and see people doing Fortnite dancing, like in random places? So I went to the grocery store the other day. And there were three kids by a shopping cart. And they were all doing Fortnite dances. And yes, I know that they were doing Fortnite dances because I, I played Fortnite. I still play Fortnite. I think it's a great game. Never grow up. I just got my first victory royale. So suck it, 14-year-olds. Um, but it's just a weird thing. If I'm a parent and I see my kid doing like the floss dance, which I still can't do. So I'm pretty jealous about that. And that's probably why I'm angry about this. But if I'm a parent, I don't know. Am I letting my kids just dance everywhere in public? You know, first it's the grocery store. Then it's the synagogue during Hanukkah or church during Christmas. Funerals. I mean, there's really no limit to where you can do these Fortnite dances. And it's just, it's just, it's so mainstream. I, I just don't know what to think of it anymore. Um, I mean, 
it's kind of cool seeing it in sports stadiums. I had a friend send me a video where they had like a Fortnite dance cam. And that's just one more example of how this Fortnite thing has just taken over the world. And, and again, I give all the credit to Epic Games. I did uh, my first episode of this podcast was about Fortnite. So I think it's just revolutionized marketing. It's, it's taken over kids' brains. It's taken over adults' brains. Um, and, and they're just, they're crushing it. But <sighs> Fortnite dancing, I don't know. It's just a weird thing. Uh, but yeah, seeing in stadiums, it's it's cool. Like seeing the dance cam, that's cool. It's really weird to see like NFL players doing like end zone dancing to Fortnite dances. Um, and Fortnite dance is actually somewhat controversial uh, because I believe it's Block Boy JB, right? Um, another artist, uh, Chance the Rapper, was very vocal about this. Fortnite has just put in these dances into the game without the permission of the artists who've really popularized them and, and created a lot of these dances. So there's a little bit of a debate going on, you know, hey, should royalties be paid out to to the artists who really originate the dance moves that are featured in the game and now being done by kids at funerals? So it's a hot topic. I, I think it's going to be interesting as, as, as Fortnite continues to do well and we roll into 2019. Uh expect that to come up again. Like, I, I think this is, it's an interesting thing to think about. Uh, it's an interesting thing being a marketer. Like I look at like how that game does so many things so right uh, and how it monetizes and basically prints its own money now in V-Bucks. And that's the one thing about it that, that I think is a little bit of a mark against uh, Fortnite and Epic Games. But we'll see. I bet you they'll resolve it. Uh, super smart company. But that's a trend that I'll be looking into come 2019. And believe it or not, that about does it for today's episode. I'm, I'm low on my green tea that I've been sipping all day because it is green tea. Drink your tea this year. Uh, it's flu season. Ward off those germs. Stay healthy. We all want to have a happy holiday season, even if Hanukkah is getting the shaft this year. Um, I still, Hey, I still have six days to go. So I hope to be pleasantly surprised. I hope that uh, the dreidel just gets a little bit more love. And that being said, this is Teed Up. Thanks for tuning in. Happy holidays.